0: It's
1: the freaking best! I like to move it, move it.
0: He likes to move it, move
1: it. <laughs> she likes to move it, move it. We like to... Move, move it! it. <laughs> Welcome to the Sunday Movie
2: Marathon. It's episode 70 on this day. How are we... I'm, I'm, I'm King Julian.
1: <laughs> I'm um, more.
0: Oh man, I wanted to be more.
2: <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> how, how, are, how the hell are we?
0: Alright, yeah. Um, so tired now. I've crashed. But we've got tea here, so we're good. It's
2: been a day. It's been a day. Yeah. Happy International Women's Day as we're Wahoo! recording. We spent it in the correct way, of course, watching the entire Madagascar trilogy.
0: The only You're way. The <laughs> only way to
2: pay homage to the great women of the world. Yeah, <laughs> so, those our- movies are
1: great feminist statements, as we all know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no better use of time, really. So.
2: <laughs> so we're fresh off the the uh, the, the the marathon.
1: <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Literally (laughs) just finished it.
2: Like exhausted.
1: I think it's like the first time we've done one of these like marathons in like one day in months. Well, usually they take a long time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We never normally have time to do all three in one go. Yeah.
1: Usually because we're like all working and our schedules clash, we like have to watch them over like two nights or something. And record on a phone. Or like do them um, like separately sometimes. But Mm. it was nice to get them all done in one day. It's not even five o'clock yet and we're already recording. Yeah. It's, it's a beautiful. new a new high for us. Yeah,
2: Let's
0: it's keep a new, it going.
1: A new but era. We probably won't. No. Um,
0: it'll probably be ruined by the yeah. next
1: episode. I liked that um, this week we also just kind of as soon as one film was done, we pretty much just went to the next one mm. straight away. Like some with some films I feel like we take like long breaks. Mm. Well, there's
2: such vibrant and energetic movies, you almost just you can't wait to get into the next one. But we'll talk about that in a bit. <laughs> um, do, you, do you guys have any um, anything for the pre-chat?
1: Yeah, we watched um, Genius, um, that Kanye West documentary on Netflix. Oh, yeah. It came out over three weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the third part came out. It was last week, week yeah. but we didn't get a chance to watch it before we recorded. Um, so yeah, the whole the documentary, I think. It's split into three parts. The first two parts are um this like videographer guy called coody He was like a hip-hop um photographer and stuff. He kind of saw Kanye West would be... He kind of like... He was friends with Kanye West and kind of saw this guy with a lot of potential who was kind of being almost like shafted by the industry. He wasn't really going anywhere. He's had a lot of success in production, but he wasn't a rapper yet, but he just kind of knew that he was about to blow up, so he followed him for about two or three years, just kind of filming pretty much everything he did um and that's kind of what the first two parts are they're just kind of made up of all this footage where it's Kanye kind of on the grind, making his first album, trying to get noticed, and it kind of ends when suddenly he's like he gets the final. Go ahead to make this album and it become comes out as like a huge hit. And it was, I thought it was really interesting watching Mm. kind of his creative process, seeing him work on like all these really classic, great songs or like introduce people to him for the first time. And um, I think the second part shows him getting in a car crash that inevitably led to him writing that Through the Wire song. Um, It's a lot of really interesting stuff. And it's interesting also seeing. Um, how Kanye used to be compared to now, where I feel like he's kind of this figure who is kind of batshit insane and like very egotistical it is in it, I really enjoyed kind of seeing him back then when he's not really like that at all. He's very humble he seems kind of he's very determined he's like he does definitely have a bit of an ego, but never to the point where it seems like he's harming other people or just being batshit insane.
0: It feels kind of bittersweet, actually. It's it's sad because you kind of see him in this, um, yeah, more down to earth kind of like where he's sort of just trying to make it, and then he makes it. And the last episode is just it's it's just unhinged because it's literally everything that we know like now that we know about him.
1: Yeah, the last episode kind of sums up fifteen years in an hour and a half. It's kind of it it, it feels like it's trying to kind of look at Kanye's mental health and like what has led him there but I, the problem is because obviously the guy who made it is like a good friend of his, is very clearly made through like the biased lens of a friend yeah, it and can't, that kind yeah. of it stops it from being this deep dive into who he is and I think that really, it made the last episode just not that enjoyable but for me But then didn't
0: Kanye have to have like the last word on like what got um
1: I th- he you
0: know he demanded and- it,
1: yeah but i think they said no because the documentary was literally days from coming out
0: oh because i i, I ha- think
1: they said no it's too late for that and oh, okay. i think he also when they met, started making a documentary he originally said he was happy with everything cause he got to see it originally mm-hmm. and he signed off on it so i think legally he couldn't turn his back on it and then
0: Oh, okay, because uh, I was under the impression that that's why the ending was so, um, not even like biased, but it was catered in a sort of way that didn't show all of the truth or, you know, all, all of the
1: aspects that could have happened. No, I think it's just because it was made by a friend. Um, I mean, it was... Yeah, yeah it's I an interesting it was... documentary. I'd highly recommend the first two parts, especially. Yeah. Um, especially. Especially if you're like a really big fan of kanye's early stuff like the college dropout because it's basically just him making that so my favorite been a whole like three-part thing was when he um has pharrell williams in his studio and he like shows him through the wire for the first time and like pharrell walks out the studio and like comes back in it's like mate you're like the greatest musician i've ever met is uh
0: yeah, my, yeah it's a lot of fun That's i think it, my favorite so. part was the first part to be honest. Yeah. Just in terms of, I liked his really, really early days, like his first two or so albums. I mean, I like uh, a fair few of them, I don't know, say like the first, maybe four or five even, but it was, I don't know, it was the first part of the documentary that was kind of more, I guess it was more gripping to me because it wasn't Kanye on like this mad ego hype. It was just him slumming it. And I was like, "I, I respect that because he came from like nothing. He was like, oh i'm still gonna be riding the train and writing my grammy speech or whatever he was doing and i was like you know what fair enough i miss those days man kanye's such a piece of shit now
2: the <laughs> <laughs> guy who made it seem to be playing the long game yeah uh, uh, do you know what
0: kudos to him because there was um there's a bit in a documentary where he doesn't film him for like wasn't it like three years or six years or something six years six. yeah And in that time, he was just like filming his daughter and like getting back to doing like his own kind of things because he was working on, is it Channel Zero?
1: Something like that. Yeah. Um, Another big problem I have with the last part is it really felt like he didn't actually have that much footage and he's kind of scrambling to. Stretch out whatever footage he has. Mm. I think it's the longest part as well, and there's a lot of points where he's just like he's like reusing footage or he's looking at news clips. Yeah, using news clips or using like a lot of stuff that is just like not interesting at all. Um,
0: Yeah, but then if you hadn't filmed him for six years and you're going to talk about the last fifteen years or so. I guess you are going to sort yeah, of. I kind like of feel like that stuff. it was
1: kind of unnecessary. I would have much preferred the first two parts to be stretched out over three. Oh, like-
0: I, yeah. I would happily have just watched the first two parts and then not watched the third part. So, like, you didn't need to finish it. You could have just been like, this is like, changed it entirely. Like, just call it the making of or the early years or something. Like, you don't need to, we yeah. don't need to talk about how he is now because. Nobody likes who he is now. Like, and I'm that's and we not. we know, sort of. Yeah, like that, that, uh, that. That's not me trying to be rude, but like, I have seen so many people. Like when, like, um, just before this all came out, you know all that stuff of, like Pete Davidson and stuff. Like a lot of people don't like Kanye, like in general, but a lot of people are now like actively saying that he's like toxic and abusive and stuff. Yeah. And I feel like this is a hard documentary to talk about now, because I'm one of those people that I can separate the music from the artist but it's hard to talk about especially on international women's day when you've got this man who's like clearly <laughs> unhinged and is quite unwell and toxic yeah. so i, I think mean, it's hard to talk about
1: yeah like you said max we kind of know like his life over the last 15 years or so has been heavily publicized as yeah. he's been like one of the biggest musicians in the world whereas what's kind of pu- what's shown in the first two parts is like before he's really that big so yeah and that's, that's what was more interesting of, about yeah, it yeah that was interesting seeing all this stuff that we didn't really know about like even as me like who did a lot of research mm. in like his story for the podcast I did about him yeah, there's like, a lot of stuff I didn't know about him that I like to see
0: and I found some of the most interesting parts were um, things like um v- before Through the Wild where he was like sitting in, the, in these dentist chairs and stuff and he was like getting filmed in the doctors and things and he was just like Oh, I want you to fix my jaw because my face looks weird. And the dentist is like, "Do we really have to film this?" Like, I literally cannot fix his face; it will fix itself. And yeah. it was—it was just weird because it was just like normal stuff like that, that. I thought, "Oh, this is quite interesting." And then it got a bit too much, like you know, showing clips of Kanye, um, Taylor Swift's like um, award thing, being like, "I'm gonna let you finish." And I was like, everyone knew that like <laughs> everyone really yeah. did this.
1: But yeah, overall it's a good documentary. First two parts are really great. Last one isn't really think for me I'd give like the first two parts an eight, the last one a six, So like overall mm. I'd give it like a seven out of ten, I guess. Yeah. Nice. It was good. I don't know if Darcy's writing. I, <laughs> I I
0: I didn't rate them to start with. I no, knew sure. um you could rate them on letterbox, but I just I don't feel the need to do that to be honest.
1: Yeah, doesn't matter. Really, yeah, does it? there's better music documentaries out there, but for what it was, it was decent. Oh, yeah, if you,
0: I think if you want a, a nicer human introspective into him as a person, I would recommend at least watching the first one.
2: Yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know, because um, I don't really listen to Kanye. I don't know how much I'd really get out of it. Yeah, I don't think you'd
1: really get. anything. Oh yeah,
0: I feel. Yeah, I feel like if you don't like his music, you may as well just not even yeah, bother. Yeah, it
1: reminded me a lot of that um, Peter Jackson Beatles documentary he did last year. It's very, very in depth at points, and for like, un- unless you're like a big fan of the music, you're not going to get anything out of it at all. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I might give that one a miss then.
0: Oh yeah, I don't. I don't uh, I'm not. Well, I mean, it would be interesting, but yeah, to be honest, if you don't like him, then Max, it's not really, it's not worth your time. There's so much
2: more, uh, there's so many things I need to watch, you know. Yeah,
0: Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't waste your time unless you were really bored one Sunday and went, oh, I'll just put it
2: on. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So there was that new, the Batman that came out and Chris and I saw it. Um, It's like the new, new blockbuster, the new big blockbuster that's come out. Everyone's raving about it. Oh, it's the best thing ever in the world forever. Um, <laughs> it's true. It's, it's it's garnered a lot of acclaim. I think people are really loving this movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, So it came out very recently. It was directed by Matt Reeves, and you got the new Batman, who's played by um, Robert Pattinson, um, of <laughs> Twilight fame, but also of um, just a lot of really interesting and out there indie movies. And just I think yeah he's a really interesting actor i think i'm always up for anything that he's doing nowadays
1: yeah he's think, very
0: varied isn't he? yeah
1: i think this is his first like big studio thing since twilight it's what i thought too yeah i don't yeah. really because like i don't know if i can oh yeah no Lighthouse is universal but no. it's not like a big yeah everything i've ever project. seen
0: him in has been like yeah like netflix or dvd like releases it's i'm not seen them in the stuff. film yeah yeah, yeah.
1: It's almost like he's kind of started from scratch to kind of make a name for himself again. Do you want I fair play to him though? I think the Twilight movie's kind of ruined his reputation because mm-hmm. a lot of people wouldn't hire him or wouldn't watch him in things because mm. they were like, oh, "That's the guy from those teen female Well, the, He has come out recently
0: yeah. saying that it's now no longer cool to hate on Twilight. So I think even he's kind of gotten over the fact that he's been in them
2: yeah sure i mean they were a product of their time i think yeah um there were a lot of people who thought that he wasn't right for the part um of what, Batman. Batman? okay um because i guess since his his last big blockbuster stuff was twilight they equate him more to that rather than stuff that he has been doing like the lighthouse like good time or um high life or all those indie uh yeah. movies that he's been in really great performances that he's put on for what it's worth, I think he pulled it out of the bag. I do think they bet on the right man for the new Batman. Um, I really enjoyed this movie. I enjoyed it quite a bit. I don't love it. I mean, I guess my biggest criticism is that it's very long. It is like three hours long. And at some point, I was kind of, not bored, but I was like, okay, I would, I wish this would kind of wrap up a bit
1: sooner than it Yeah. Did. <laughs> That was honestly my biggest problem with the movie because I was having such a great time and there were like points where I was like, this is like maybe one of like my like second favourite Batman movie like after The Dark Knight. There were like points where I was like, maybe it's even like almost a parallel with that, but then it just kept going and going. There's like a a bit they kind of it feels like it's structured like you have three acts and then there's just a random fourth act in there which is another third act yeah like they wrap up I wouldn't say the main story I guess kind of the main story sort of and then it's like but wait a second there's 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 like 45 minutes left there's more stuff going on and it that was my (laughs) biggest problem with it it's just that way it's structured
0: stuff like that drives me mad it kind of reminds me of I think it was The Hobbit there was like one of those films where I thought it was going to end, and then it oh, carried on. Um, the it, third Lord of the Rings, yeah. Return of oh, King, right. and it, it just like carries like on. It carries endings.
2: on. Yeah, I mean, what Return of the King? That, I think that earned it. <laughs> yeah, it makes <laughs> more sense. <laughs> it needs then. to wrap up a lot more than what this is doing. Um, but I, 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 actually, I really like the um, the kind of style they were going for, and yeah, that people have likened it a lot to Seven. I think it was very, mm-hmm. it must have been heavily inspired by Seven. Yeah, it definitely it's, um, was. it's more to do with Batman trying to figure some shit out and being an actual detective. who's supposed to be like the greatest detective or whatever in the comics. I mean, I haven't read the comics. I don't, I mean, take everything I say with a pinch of salt, I suppose, about comic book movies. But um, I really enjoyed that he was kind of just going about these different crime scenes and being like, looking at shit while the police were there. And he's just this fucking dude dressed as a bat. I found that really funny. <laughs> what he literally just
0: went to these places. <laughs> yeah, he just like in. He just like, oh,
2: look at that. <laughs> you guys yeah. seen this piece of blood on the floor? And they're like, oh shit, Batman, you're awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, because he has like these contact lenses to have like cameras inside, oh, and okay. he's like, recording everything. No, nice. um, as someone who is a huge fan of Batman, like especially like the comics, which I read a lot as a kid, and obviously loved the animated show and the Arkham games. I feel like this is probably the most accurate to the source material I've seen mm-hmm. from a Batman movie because they it is much more focused on the detective stuff. It's much less it's less so like focused on action and that sort of thing. Like although I think The Dark Knight is a better movie in a lot of ways, I do think in terms of just like a Batman story, how Batman it was originally written. I think this is the closest I've seen in live action, which I really appreciated. Yeah, it's going for something completely
2: different, I think. Um, and while I guess I would rather watch a movie like Seven, this does it pretty well. Um, it's going for a really dark, gritty feeling. I felt like this is as as good as I've ever seen Gotham as a city. Yeah, It really got to the seedy underbelly of it and made it feel dirty
1: yeah as i, as I was watching this as loads of points it reminded me of the game arkham city where so much of it is just like it feels like it's underneath something it really does feel like an underworld rather than like it's, it kind of feels like it's an underground city almost like everything's draped in like metro stations and monorails and stuff and just yeah. I really liked that. I think it looks really great. It doesn't just feel like, or look like New York or Chicago or something like the other ones I've seen on in films have been.
2: Yeah. And they're not afraid to like completely mess it up either. Like they destroy Gotham. Yeah. They absolutely destroy it. <laughs> um, but I, I kind of appreciated that. But at, at times, I think I thought this is maybe a bit too much um, in terms of, I suppose... Some of the action, I thought there was like, and maybe it was also to do with. I thought my theater was very loud. I thought it was a very loud yeah, movie. Yeah, it was, and in in a way that like the action didn't really complement the the quieter scenes. Um, so it was quite jarring whenever there was like a car chase and like there is this big car chase with the penguin and Batman. And the entire time it was like a sensory overload. There's so much going on. and Like all these engines revving. I was like,
1: I, I had to like cover my ears at one point. I was like, this is. This is too much. Like, I can't deal with this. Yeah, Ooh. I loved that bit. It was like my favourite action sequence.
0: That's like a nightmare for me to be honest.
1: Yeah, um, but I did
2: like the action um, as much as it is used quite sparingly. Yeah, um, the choreography is pretty decent. It's really quite good. Um, I thought, and you know, he gets hit a lot. Um, he always gets back up. I really. I enjoy a hero who can like just like get beat the shit out of and he yeah. really
1: does. Something I really love about what they do in this is they make not only the, the car they make the character of both Batman and Bruce Wayne incredibly flawed mm-hmm. and they kind of spend the whole film kind of pointing to those flaws. Um like there's a bit I remember you said that made you really laugh where he has a he has like a grappling hook yeah. and he's using it to Hop onto this bus because he's like getting chased and he just like massively stacks it, hits into a bridge and like flies on the ground. And there was was a
2: point where like he used his like bat suit and it turned into like a glider. Yeah. And he jumped off of a really tall building.
1: And he just, like, smacks,
2: like, headfirst into a bridge and like, falls over. That was really funny. Yeah, it's really
1: silly, but, like, I appreciate the fact they showed this character who's not... He's not a perfect person. Mm-hmm. Even he makes mistakes and fucks up occasionally. Yeah, I did
2: like it a lot. Um, he just, like, kind of limps back. He's like, fuck. He goes into an alleyway and he kind of <laughs> limps away. That was fun. Jesus. Um, I like that they kind of... You don't really get to see Bruce Wayne... As much as you get to see Batman, and I felt like they kind of, while they are the same person, I like that they have th- their their own kind of people. They're like, oh, now we're watching Bruce Wayne, but when he's Batman, it's like, yeah, this is definitely Batman. It's not exactly Bruce Wayne anymore. Bruce Wayne is like this fucking dude who like he's secluded, he's like isolated himself in his Batcave. Um, he has to like put sunglasses on when he goes into a room that's too bright. Clearly he hasn't been outside a lot. Um, oh. I really like that. Um that he's he wasn't like, he's not this kind of playboy that we've seen in like the Nolan movies. He's like a hermit. <laughs> really, yeah. I really appreciated that.
1: Yeah, I really liked it. I um loved the villains as well. Um obviously you got The Riddler played by Paul Dano, who I think is incredible in the movie. That's one where it's like very, very heavily like obviously inspired by Zodiac. They basically have made the Riddler the Zodiac Killer, <laughs> Um which I actually really liked. I thought it was a really, really great sick. way of <laughs> making him like serious because the Riddler has always been one of the sillier characters. Like his normal like look is like him in like this green suit, like with a cane and making like silly riddles and stuff. I think they did the best possible job of making him much more grounded to reality and darker than he could. I also liked um, Colin Farrell as the penguin uh, more although nice. I wish he was in it a bit more. Was that Colin Farrell? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah he's under obviously heavily yeah. heavy prosthetics mm-hmm. but he does a really great job. Yeah he's very good. I think I do like uh, Paul
2: Dano in the, in the role of the Riddler but I do think I'm kind of tired of seeing him in roles like this. It's like he's a guy who's like talks big and then he like cries a lot and like he gets he just like screams a lot and like yeah. he's really fucking pathetic. It reminded me, me a lot of like like his performance in Prisoners and just like at the end of there will be blood, you know. Yeah, it's.
1: I mean, yeah, yeah it's it's a, not, it's a very good
2: performance, but I do think it's not completely out of his wheelhouse. No, eh?
1: not at all. I think he was the perfect fit for what they were trying to go for. Sure. Mm-hmm. I think they got Catwoman back as well yeah played zoe by kravitz. zoe kravitz yeah she's good and i yeah. really liked her um thought actually, she was I a lot I'm better than in um dark knight rises yeah but i mean yeah but come on
2: <laughs> there's a lot wrong with that movie yeah think. i'm also glad to see jeffrey wright here as well um sort of song his praises a lot on the podcast i think he's a very good actor i'm glad to see him in more roles um a really he, he does a very good job he's like batman's mate his friend yeah
1: gordon mm. he's like his, his guy in the police force who kind of rooting for him and kind of lets him in on the investigations yeah
2: <laughs> yeah everybody's kind of against him you got like um the guy who played joe meek in <laughs> the Telstar movie who's like the chief of police um he's like very much against batman being there um I, I like that they kind of had that war within the the police department, where clearly Batman's a fantastic detective, but they don't want to work with him because he's a vigilante. Hmm. Oh, I don't know. I don't know with like what you thought of the music. Um, we got Michael Giacchino doing the score, and I'm I'm not gonna lie, I'm not really big on Giacchino. I don't no. think he's. I think a lot of his scores are just like kind of samey. It's like yeah, here's a. Soundtrack for a superhero movie, and it's like, yeah,
1: okay. Yeah, I don't know if I've heard of any of his other stuff. But I actually really liked what they were going mm. for in this film. It's like the it has like his own um, theme song that plays a lot, which is just a, basically an orchestral version of "Something in the Way" by Nirvana, which plays a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was incorporated quite well, and I liked, I liked the theme. I thought it was quite memorable. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, um, that was all right. I think he also did um, like the Spider-Man movies for Marvel. I think Okay. he did um, he did the the Tom Holland trilogy for that. Um,
1: I like the mu- music in those ones. Yeah, they're
2: they're all right. Um, yeah, I think what I was kind of thinking about was I don't know if I would watch this movie again because it is so long. As much as I do like it, I think it's just it's like it's really bloated um and i was kind of having like a really good time the entire way through but i was like i was very wary of the fact that it was like going over the mark a bit okay this is definitely like i'm watching a three hour long movie and another reason i don't think i would like to put this on at home i think it would be too dark to watch On like my TV, or like if I, if you watch this in the daytime, I just don't think yeah. you will be able to see anything. You'd have to have like
1: all the curtains closed. It would have to be like quite dark outside. For yeah, I'd watch it again. I had a really good time. Although it is very long, I did enjoy it a lot. Um, I'm really interested to see what they do next because although they haven't officially confirmed it, I know Robert Patterson recently kind of turned around on his opinions and um returning. I think he's now more into the idea of doing another Batman movie. And I know Matt Reeves has said he wants to do another one. Um mm-hmm. I I wanna I I said to you yesterday that I'd really love to see him do like an Arkham Asylum sort of movie, maybe, or um sure. Arkham yeah. City is one of the other games. And it seemed like they were kind of hinting at possibly turning that into a story where they've got um Actually, I won't say anything because it's kind of okay. spoilery, but um, yeah, it kind of seemed like they were kind of hinting at maybe doing both those stories, which I think could be interesting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, only time also, will tell. I'd definitely see another movie if they do one, though. Yeah, I, I would do. I really like Robert Pattinson in the role. I think he does it uh, justice. Justice. Yeah. <laughs> i heard a lot of people say he's a great Batman, but not so great Bruce Wayne. But I think for the version of Bruce Wayne that they're going for is very different to anything we've seen before and I think it does suit the film yeah I liked him, I liked him a lot (laughs) one thing I kind of, I think this will be like my last thing just
2: before we get off this um, but I found it really kind of stupid that like they kept getting this one thing wrong, it's like they get like a riddle and it's like a, uh, a rat with wings and they're always like whoa who's the informant it's the rat with wings who, who could the rat with wings be and they yeah, kept like reeling like off a bunch of characters i was like jesus christ how many of these guys are named after like just birds yeah just animals with wings and they keep getting it wrong. I'm like, this is
1: silly. This is stupid. Yeah, know, that like, was one I was and... like, really? Like, yeah. I feel like it's really obvious this. Yeah. Like, I didn't get any of the other riddles, but that one was like the most glaringly obvious one. Yeah. God.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <clears throat> Good movie. <laughs> right out of Rats with Wings. <laughs> yeah, I had, a, I had a really, really great time with this. I definitely... Rewatch it. Um, I wouldn't even be opposed to maybe rewatching it in the cinema at some point while it's out because it's probably going to be there for quite a while. Um, yeah, just had a great time. Love Batman. One of, still probably one of my favourite Batman movies. I'd say not as good as Dark Knight. Maybe not as good as Batman Begins. But yeah, guess I give it like a eight bats with rats with ring wings. Rings with wings. It was a tougher one to say We thought, yeah. <laughs> I think
2: it's the best live action Batman we've seen since The Dark
1: Knight. Well yeah. <laughs> There's not much competition. No, I but mean that's what it is. We got Dark Knight Rises which sucked and the Snyder Batmans which <laughs> weren't very good either. Nice.
2: <laughs> give me more of this one. This what this one was good. I'll I'll give it 7 uh, rats with wings out of 10. Lovely. So that's that. Um, we've got the marathon that we just did today. We'll, we'll watch the Madagascar trilogy. <laughs> um, we'll watch them all. We'll watch all those Madagascar ones. So, do
1: you want to introduce the first one, Chris? I mean, not really. But okay. <laughs> Probably be have been more prepared. You're not prepared? All right, well, I'll,
2: I'll do this one then.
1: okay. No, it's okay. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> First one, Madagascar, 2005, directed by Eric Darnell and Tom McGrath. Basically, a film about a group of animals who um, have spent their whole life living in a zoo in New York. Um, one of the characters, Marty, who's a zebra played by Chris Rock, one day decides that he wants to go kind of see the world a bit more so he escapes this zoo all the other animals are like going after him and they get captured and because they're believed that they're kind of not good enough to be in this zoo anymore they've kind of gone wild they decide to send them um to a sanctuary i think in africa but the boat crashes and they end up in a jungle of madagascar and decide they have to adjust to living in the wild. The story basically is non-existent. Um, yeah, sort yeah. of
2: um, staple movie, staple movie of my childhood, of course. Of yeah, all of our childhoods and anyone who grew up in the two thousands. Um, on a, one of one of DreamWorks classics, <laughs> uh, this whole trilogy, one of DreamWorks classics. Um, obviously, we watch these on DVD. Because uh, I had the DVDs. <laughs> and there was like, an, <laughs> there was um, trailers. <laughs> Before the movie started, we got like an Over the Hedge trailer. Where <laughs> Correll just like sat there. <laughs> Fucking explained <laughs> about Over the Hedge. Yeah. And then Bruce
0: Willis <laughs> Bruce was Willis there. Bruce Willis was
2: there. He was like, oh my god, I can't believe I got to throw up with Bruce Willis. <laughs>
0: and then Bruce Willis was like uh, yeah it was so sick I got to be a raccoon and he just did not care that he was in that film like whatsoever."
2: yeah this is better than that um, at least I remember Madagascar um,
1: I remember Over the Hedge like really vividly for some reason I well, do interesting
0: it was like on TV I think because I, I, like, watch I watched it so, so much
1: as a kid like I saw it in the cinema I think twice and I like had the DVDs I used to watch it all the time mm. Yeah, um, <laughs> this I also saw in the cinema and had on DVD, so I remember this one really well. Also, what, Madagascar. Damn, yeah,
2: I mean, yeah, you say it's very light on the plot. I mean, not a lot happens to be to be well, Like an hour and a half, and yeah, it basically has no narrative going for it. Um, but you can't say it's not memorable. Yeah, you that can't is say true. The characters, you say what you want about them, but. Goddamn, they're memorable. Yeah, memorable you, could, you could probably designs. draw them from memory as well. Yeah, you could. You could, yeah.
1: you could draw them from memory using only straight lines and you'd get them completely <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> There's no shape I, to these things. I do things. think if I
1: hadn't watched this film so many times as a kid, I wouldn't remember it. Oh, of course not. Mm. I think if this was the first time I watched it, I would have forgotten it already. Yeah, maybe. I mean, because what, what, nothing happens, right? No. There is no um,
0: plot. Not really. It's I kind mean, of a
1: loose collection of scenes kind of but
0: that that was it i was gonna say that this for me wasn't one of those obviously i had seen it when i was younger but it wasn't one of those films that you know um i don't know i can't think of a film off the top of my head but you know you have those films as a kid that you loved and then you'd watch them like over and over or you talk about them still i don't know a single person that still talks about madagascar but then i guess i don't know for me i never really was into it that much, so maybe I just kind of missed the boat a little bit on that one. I don't know.
2: Yeah, perhaps. I mean, these are these are seminal movies. You got um, great characters such as Alex and Marty and um, Gloria and Melman. Um, King Julian is there, obviously, and Maurice, his mate,
0: and the other one. What was what was his name? The
2: a little Mort. More. Mort. Yeah. Mort. Yeah. Mort, yeah, he he's great. He's there, uh, played by Andy Richter, who mm. um, can just he's, he's insane. Man. <laughs> um, who has a foot fetish they really kind of go in on like the the mort law with this where they <laughs> <laughs> they do they, yeah. there's like um the more when when he's introduced mm. yeah, the, the more <laughs> which literally means death so there's something to this character i think um that we're not seeing there's a bit there's a bit of backstory here uh i think he's first introduced where he's like smelling king julian's feet and then king julian's like Oh well, well, I told you about the feet. Why are you sniffing my feet? And then Maurice is like, "Yeah, he did tell you about the feet." And I was like,
0: <laughs> and then he goes um, back and smells the yeah, feet again. Yeah, it's
2: pretty. It's pretty weird. He's, <laughs> he's got some kind of fetish here. Mm, Something's happening. Indeed. There's there's layers here. Something under the surface. <laughs> Best character.
0: I just I, I just don't really know what to. I mean, I don't, like of course yeah you know. So it's hard to string it together a sentence about what I think about this film because. I want to be um, objective and, you know, think about it from, like, a, I don't want to just go in and completely slag it off. But at the same time, I do wonder why we liked it. Well, I say we, I mean, like, collectively as a bunch of generational children. for no, it's a children.
2: It's for kids. Is yeah, it's for kids. You yeah, know. but then
0: is that, does that mean it's still not good? Or does that mean I would have to sit a 12-year-old in this room and they might go, that was great. Is it a just twelve
1: year old would probably hate it. Maybe yeah. like a I was a two year old. Yeah, I, I was eight know. when this
0: came out. Okay, yeah, yeah like, I just
1: maybe like a eight year old would love it.
0: I'm just yeah, I'm just wondering whether it's it is it,
1: a film for kids. It, like, it,
0: it's gotta be something that we're like we thought, oh this was great, and then even our parents are probably like tearing off their own yeah. face. I don't this know, I think
2: the cinematic landscape has evolved since two thousand five to where if you showed this to a kid today, they'd probably not like it. Yeah. It's aged pretty poorly. Um, all the animation is—it's very blocking. It's very of its very, um, time. It's very, yeah, the characters kind of look a bit off. because um, it, 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 it kind of like blocks and like the the nostrils are like weird spirals and shit like
1: that. Yeah, there's a lot know. of
0: design quirks, but I think that might. Well, I don't want to say it's down to, uh, like software and things because it's probably not. But there are certain things. I just think like they there's not a lot of working with shapes, but then there's like there's like a competent effort to like you know try and draw things like hair in the main and make it all like frizzy mm-hmm. and shit but then there's like parts where it literally is like pointed and straight and i'm like this just doesn't look
1: i don't think enough time or money was put into the animation
0: maybe not Although I
1: know. it's got a large budget as max found out earlier was it like 70 million or something you said the budget was seventy five million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. And Although the it, box office it took in uh five hundred and fifty six yeah. million. Oh wow. Obviously I yeah. got okay, money back. Although it did have a high budget, I don't think enough time or money was actually put into the animation. Like you compare mm-hmm. it to something like Cars, which came out the same year, um I think Incredibles was a year or two before then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like those films both look incredible and still really hold up today. Um yeah this one yeah, doesn't they look- actually put the time and like right amount of money into making them look good. Yeah it's interesting. I think this was
2: like after the Dreamworks Renaissance I suppose they already come out with Shrek um which I think did very well for them. I think
0: Shrek actually looked better than this film and I hate Shrek.
2: Shrek does look better than this film. Um but yeah, I guess it was just like not enough money to pay because, you know, mm. you've got these high profile actors. You got, um, yeah, you probably
0: have to pay them quite a lot, I suppose.
2: Uh, uh, ben Stiller and Chris Rock and David, David Schwimmer yeah. and Jada Pinkett Smith, uh, Sasha Baron Cohen and all them. Um, they obviously are going to command a lot of uh, money. There's probably, yeah, I there's
0: probably. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if like half the budget went to just getting a a star like car so you can get people to come and watch it because obviously people are going to be like, oh, man, that's a kid's film. It's got David Schwimmer in it. Oh, I bloody love that guy. I'm going to go and watch it with my four-year-old who doesn't know who David Schwimmer is, but he definitely likes
2: zebras, and it's like, oh, okay. I feel like animated movies have a sort of free space for that, though. It's like, well, you don't see the actors, so like mm. you could just cast no names, right? Yeah. I- wouldn't matter because it's a kid's movie, and they think, you know, if there's a kid's movie coming out, kids are going to see it. Because parents want yeah. something to show their kids. And it doesn't matter who's in it. Yeah, I think just, let's
0: just stop squandering their money on mm-hmm. these people. that They don't even do voice acting either. It's literally just their
1: voices. No, yeah, yeah. I always heard the actors. Yeah,
0: I, all I could see was Chris Rock the whole time.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think it helps that these characters aren't, like, super unique for him either. They're kind of just... They are basically they those actors. They must play themselves, don't they? Yeah, like, I think of, <laughs> something like toy story where it has tim allen and tom hanks Mm. both of whom have very very distinctive voices and don't try and be don't try and put on a voice but like those characters are so distinctive and so different for them that i think that it kind of works a lot better Mm -hmm. you know when you're watching them you actually feel like you're watching um buzz and woody you don't feel like you're watching tom hanks and tim allen whereas yeah, in this, this page you, you, you know, just I'm went watching, oh yeah i'm watching ben Stiller, i'm watching chris rock and that that's it yeah i mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> thought it was very strange and fucked up that they could actually spell but you know these are characters who've lived in new york don't they know that they can't talk to people but alex still tries to call the police on a phone and he actually gets to the police as well his fingers are so goddamn blocky
0: yeah, they're like rectangles. Right. how does he push the
2: buttons? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like having a massive, ruler, <laughs> m- massive cubes for fingers.
0: <laughs> literally, like literally, <laughs> getting a ruler and trying to stab it into a phone.
2: <laughs> it was actually funny when he like called them and like they didn't understand him, so we just like broke the phone off and like chucked the, the booth away. This is yeah, and it's also trying to go for comedy. <laughs> this is like a comedy movie, but um, it's not funny. No. Nothing here is very funny at all. Um, was it like one of the first jokes is about like a rectal thermometer? And a lot of these jokes are, uh, I think, trying to go for the more adult audience. And I don't really know why because they're not very funny. I didn't yeah. find them funny.
1: The jokes are either kind of trying to be a little bit risque for the adults or like the most bomb of the barrel kids jokes possible. Like just people falling over or like getting hit by something that kind of. Or, like, Gloria is fat, and that's, yeah. like, the joke. <laughs> it's that kind of shit. Sugar honey iced tea. Terminal <laughs> yeah. moment.
2: Yeah, they did a lot of, uh, um, I'm, I'm not going to lie, I don't really, I don't like how they had to, how they kind of depicted Gloria as a character. It's like, here's the woman, and she's sexy. <laughs> she's got a big butt, and, and when she comes out of the crate, there are st- <laughs> she's got like she's like dressed up with starfish and a crab and it's like okay what's up with this
0: (laughs) yeah especially when the logic goes that this box is like spinning around with alex in it and marty no not marty what's the other one melman and there's like no water no sense of debris or anything and then yeah just gloria comes out She's sexualized with a little yeah.
1: wet from the seawater so bloody weird. yeah she's the only one who has any water inside her box somehow yeah it doesn't make any also, sense also like the, the size of the crates like change like they're different <laughs> when you see them like stacked on each other to when they like get to land like especially with Melman because like in the, when like the boxes are all like stacked on each other and there's like like that shot oh yeah his neck is all bended like,
0: in because he's yeah, too he's big like, for actually, the
1: box he's f- he is too big for the box but he can fit in there like his whole body is in there and then all of a sudden he can't get out and he gets stuck because if like he was always hanging out of it it doesn't really yeah, make like, a lot of sense like
0: the box is now too long which doesn't make any yeah, sense yeah it's not wide
1: enough for him now
0: <laughs> so it was wide enough but not long enough and now it's long enough but not wide enough yeah
1: <laughs>
2: Doesn't make any sense? No, well, I think <laughs> that's yeah, yeah, through logic out of the window, you know?
0: Yeah, no, that is true. Like, I'm They're literally like stacked on top of each other. Yeah, the other. whole time he's talking about it, I'm thinking about
2: the holes in the The holes in the bo- box, yeah, a very yeah. minor thing. But it's like Gloria's at the bottom. <laughs> like, every, like, Marty and Alex are stacked on top of her, so why would there be light shining out from on the top of Gloria's box? It makes no sense, but I mean, they, I don't know. Otherwise, you couldn't see it, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, like, the only the only thing I can come to a conclusion is that. The boxes on top were slightly smaller, and they were a little bit further away from each other than in the shot. So I guess you could have like the teeniest bit of light, but even then, it wouldn't be anywhere as much light as they're making out. But yeah. then kids have got to be able to go, "That's Gloria," and th- that's kind of it, really, and sure. that serves yeah. its purpose, doesn't it? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Somehow these um the animals know exactly like. All of New York and how to make their way around <laughs> it, even though they've only ever lived inside the zoo. <laughs> like is they it, is they it, know where the um, Grand Central Station is, right. they know how to use the trains to <laughs> Let get me there. Think,
0: right, could it be they've spent their whole lives in this zoo and they're just listening to um, zoo
2: Ologists. customers?
0: Yeah, like coming by yeah, and going, I mean, Oh, I'm going to take the Grand Central to blah, blah, blah. But then who's going to stand there and have a conversation about, like, what tubes they're going to get on and how long it's going to take and where to go and because everyone just wants to go hey what animal would you like to go and mm-hmm. see next like who thinks of these things
2: <laughs> that doesn't matter
0: yeah i know i don't know why we we should not be discussing like the logistics this of this like we that. just can't no because then you'd have to pick yeah. apart all sorts like how the humans can understand or do the humans understand they them, can't they? understand them no. is it just like roaring noises to them yeah
2: the, that 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 was yeah. also a point. It's like, why did you think that they could understand you if you were trying to talk to a human? So clearly, they have Alex yeah, tried to cool. call the police. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't you know? Not to. There was also a Planet of the Apes reference, and I was just thinking, who the who the hell was that for?
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, like the, I
2: mean... the Statue of Liberty thing burns down, and then Alex is like, oh, "Are you maniac?" It's like, who is that for? <laughs> it's like I've seen that parodied a million times. It's not funny anymore.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's like how um, in both this and the second one, there's a Twilight Zone reference. <laughs> in this one, there's like a a bit where Lima has a cookbook that's like referencing a scene from one of the episodes, like where mm-hmm. they've got a cookbook on how to cook men up. I love that. Yeah. Do you mean the Fusa? Th- or was it the Lima? I don't like know. They, yeah. So if you saw the ones
0: that look like the tigers, like the baby, they're the not villains, tigers, you
1: know, yeah. they're, they're I don't really remember it. I'm tormenting just going off the the I read online. Well, they got that whole
2: species to like turn into villains. <laughs> There's a lot of like st- strange things they talk about here. Like, yeah, here's this whole species of like wild cat or whatever they are the villains of the story. Yeah,
0: and,
2: this like, kind of when like <laughs> Alex goes like crazy because he hasn't eaten anything he's more like he's going savage
0: <laughs> it's like oh okay. you-
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is strange it's,
0: there's almost so many things that you just don't even want to like talk about because you're like this is it's almost like not even worth mentioning because you're like oh if I if I pick apart this I'm gonna have to just like dissect this whole movie because it's so weird
2: yeah they're all like oh I can't believe Alex has done this and it's like, but it's like he hasn't eaten in like a week and he's so, a lion like yeah. What he needs yeah. to eat. But he cut. Nobody, uh, Nobody. Yeah. You can't kill an animal in these movies because that would be fucked up, right? It's yeah. for kids. But like, what's he supposed to eat? But he's like, oh, love me a steak. I oh, love me a good steak. That's a sacred thing. But I can't kill an animal and get the steak from that. Yeah, because that would be horrendous. Yeah,
0: because he's. Li- this is the problem because obviously in the but film, he's a lion. That, yeah, he just, he just gets given steak because that's what he probably. Well, well not he, but like. The other animals are like, "Oh, what is steak?" Because they don't know what it is. And then and it's
2: like, "What? Like, this is Madagascar. The only animals that inhabit the place are like lemurs and yeah." Fusa.
0: And I guess they just assume that all the animals just eat leaves and fruit and things. And then go, "Oh no, Alex eats steak." And then go, but they don't know what steak is, so they mm. just probably think it's some fruit or something. Yeah. I don't know. They also
1: like never really resolve. Like conflict, he just no, kind of he, he just he stops being <laughs> feral. <laughs> Marty sings him a song and he's all right again. And he's and he's yeah.
0: not starved anymore. He's
1: rejoiced. He eats some sushi, like yeah. one tiny bit of sushi. He's he's like, not, apparently, that's the worst that. part. Good bro. Is
0: that it, it, it's like mostly rice. So he's like we've got this one sliver of fish, and he's just like, I'm cured. Yeah. Weeks of hunger, and I'm cured. But he
2: was cured before he even ate yeah. the fish. <laughs> It doesn't like make any sense. sat down at a table all well done up and.
1: Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. Whatever.
0: Whatever.
1: Did we like any of the characters? I don't think we've said anything about them yet. Um, the main characters suck. Um, <laughs> but you know, Mort, he's there. Love that guy. I like Mort. I he's him.
0: cute. King Julian.
1: King Julian. King Julian's. He's probably he's the, like, most yeah, he's, he's he's like the most fun. He reminds me of Jeff Goldblum.
0: He's like the most it's vibrant bit, yeah. of the bunch, I would say. Mm-hmm. Like, he's the one that.
1: I mean, the penguins
0: are Isn't a standout
2: it, for me. Yeah. I,
0: right, okay, penguins so... Penguins are great. Yeah, but the penguins are like the best part of most of these films anyway. All of these films. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. but, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's someone in the third one that I'll get the special spout, <laughs> spout out. <laughs> yeah, but,
2: and, you no, know, they're know not disgusting though, yeah. to look at because they're very simple de- simply
1: designed. Just yeah. Like these little black and white balls. I thought you were um, talking about yeah, the, the other characters. that, aren't It's good as well. That's like the only time I actually like any of the lighting or anything. So the way it reflects off the penguins actually Oh, they like look all shiny. And, yeah, they look yeah, nice. Like they, they look like, like they're constantly like wet like a penguin. Yeah, kind of shit. I think
2: that's nice. Even though it makes no sense <laughs> yeah, no, <it laughs> when doesn't. they're in New York that they'd be wet.
0: No, but I or guess... like tunneling
2: through the, yeah. <laughs> the, the ground.
0: <laughs> but I guess they've just got shiny coats. They might not even be wet. They might just be glossy and well-groomed. Do penguins groom... They- how do they groom? Them? Do they groom themselves? Do they groom each other? I don't know.
2: This movie does not adhere to how animals actually act. I like no. um when the penguins are <laughs> like not. trying to get to Antarctica. They want to go to their ancestral home, and mm-hmm. then like there's like one shot where like they crash the ship into Antarctica, and they're just like standing off to the. Right hand side of the screen, and like there's just wind blowing and snow everywhere, and it's just desolate. And you just go, Well, this sucks. <laughs> and that was it.
0: Yeah, I like the bit at the end where they're like sunbathing because the penguins have decided that they just rather have sun. <laughs> I'm a big fan of that.
2: <laughs> yeah, this is a movie for, yeah. for, um, it's definitely all manner of people back in 2005.
0: Yeah, I think, and I don't know whether people are going to come at us for, like, talking about these films, right? Okay, but No, of course they, not. Yeah, but are they going to come at us in a, oh, I love this film because it's nostalgic, it's a great film. Because like, I don't want people to...
2: <laughs> no one's I, ever come yeah. at us for
1: anything that we've done
2: on this podcast. But, not,
1: but like, yeah. with this one, I don't think <laughs> there is really a lot of people who are nostalgic for it. No, I think the general consensus is that it's one of DreamWorks' worst yeah and then why do people like
0: it well not like it but i mean
1: i don't know anyone that likes it
0: no (laughs) okay hold on let me rephrase that not likes it but i know tons of people who are like they grew up watching it so they kind of have like a not even nostalgic spot for it but kind of like a soft spot because they're like oh yeah i I mean i was hoping
1: that would be the case for me because obviously i loved this movie when i was eight or when whatever i was and like,
0: oh, whenever. Whatever.
1: <laughs> I was hoping that watching it now, I'd like enjoy it and like have a soft spot and be like really nostalgic for it. But I wasn't at all. I was just really bored. I don't know. I don't think you got it. I this, mean, this made I mean, like I like to move it, move it. Uh, super popular.
2: That is true. It, it had actually, yeah, it had its time to shine. It um, did.
0: I think it was. I mean, if I'm totally honest, off the bat, I would say this is probably the best one. Off the bat. But that's only because, right, everyone's really? looking at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? But right, in my opinion, I think it's just it just it just felt like it it felt the quickest, but that might be because we watched them all in one the go. Also, yeah, yeah. So I felt like maybe for me because <laughs> it was maybe it was just because it was the shortest, I don't know, but it just didn't feel as long as the other ones did. Especially that
2: second mm-hmm. one, but we'll get to that. Sure. Um <laughs> One thing I'll say before we round off this discussion because I don't want to talk about Madagascar for too long yeah, I uh, <laughs> is that I didn't really like the music either and Hans Zimmer does the music for all of these movies and as you say now I just don't really like it. I think
1: it's yeah. quite dull. Interesting um, thing. Obviously we just talked about Batman and coincidentally enough this film, Madagascar 2 and Madagascar 3 were um, released the exact same years as all of the Dark Knight trilogy. Which is also oh, composed well. by Hans Zimmer. Interesting.
2: <laughs> well, I guess that speaks for itself. But what do we know? This movie got the favourite animated movie at the Kids' Choice Awards. <laughs> Apparently
1: there was originally a subplot in it where Gloria was pregnant because um, the zoo had an artificial insemination programme <laughs> and she gave birth on the island and um, because Melman was, look, has obviously had a crush on her he became like the baby's dad. But wow. it went really badly down in test audiences, so they cut it out. Yeah, that's Merman, the baby daddy. No thanks.
0: That sounds really weird. Yeah, that's like the start of someone yeah. else's furry awakening. I'm not a big fan of that at all.
1: Another thing I um, find kind of funny is that um, there was a Disney movie called The Wild. I don't know if you've watched it or even it. heard of it. I've heard of it. Yeah, it wasn't very good. But basically, um. DreamWorks found out about that film like, being in production and decided in a deliberate attempt to undermine them, they would make this movie. And they managed nice. to get this movie out a year before The Wild came out, and this movie was massively more successful. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I think nice. it was like in Revenge, because um, I think Pixar did the same thing with A Bug's Life, or it was either the other way around, because Ant, Ants by DreamWorks oh, yeah. came out at a similar sort of time. Can't remember God. what was in production first, but I know one of them existed because the other studio was making the other one. Mm-hmm.
2: Nice. All right. We'll go, we'll go on to the ratings then. We'll do it out of malt.
1: Oh, man. I was hoping we'd do it out of sugar, honey iced teas. Fine. Like I care. Okay, This film sucks. <laughs> Did not enjoy it at all. Um, Not even ironically, it was just boring. Really badly made. Really ugly to look at. Just not a good time at all. Give it two sugar honey iced teas out of ten. Um, Yeah, great movie. And I
2: like to move it, move it. Three sugar honey iced teas out of ten. Um,
0: It was okay. I mean, I feel like it was just kind of like an average kids film. It was I don't want to say it was just like complete shit, but it was just really. I could have just complete done Complete any... shit. I could have just done anything else with my day, to be honest. Um, five somethings out of ten.
1: It was a bit subpar. <laughs> um, it's my least favourite in the series, also. It was only uphill yeah. from here for me.
2: I think they get better as they go along. Um,
1: I don't agree with that at all. Speaking of you
2: going along. but <laughs> well, we'll get into it, I guess. Um, so you got the next one that came out. Three years later, in 2008, it's Madagascar Escape to Africa, uh, directed by Eric Darnell and Tom McGrath. Are they the same guys who did the first one? Yeah. So, yeah, you got them going to Africa this time. And it's, yeah, they go to Africa and Alex finds his family. Because they're yeah. always in DreamWorks' second installments, so they've got to be like, now he finds his dad or his mum.
0: Yeah, there's um, got to be a family um, subtext or something to it. Except
1: in Shrek T. I mean, I would... A- no, that's wrong. <laughs> what? Yeah, she sure, goes to see her mum and dad. Yeah, but it's like... It's not like she didn't know who they were. No, oh. but the the, the the parental figures are yeah, introduced. Yeah, but, uh,
2: yeah okay. this okay. is
0: okay. what normally happens. I mean, I would actually argue that this one probably has the most like story in terms of plot to it, probably.
2: It's definitely got a plot.
0: Yeah, no, like, I feel like it at least follows something. <laughs> no, like, it...
2: There's definitely a narrative going on. I don't yeah, know like if it has the a narrative. I don't know that it's particularly strong, but it oh, no, is no, there. I don't
0: think any of them particularly have, like, a strong story, but at least this one had one that kind of... I guess you could kind of follow it in terms of, like, a really shit version of, like, the Lion King or something,
2: but... um, mm-hmm. oh, They've all kind of gone to their, like, ancestral home, because they all
1: come from... Africa. They're,
0: yeah, they're in Africa, but nowhere specifically in Africa. Just uh, what's it? What it's just call it? a resort in Africa. Yeah. yeah, just in Africa.
1: Just, just the whole yeah. continent. Just the whole yeah. continent. Yeah,
0: that's where they are. They're um, in the whole continent of Africa. I, I was just fucking bored.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I still didn't like this one. <laughs> um, I liked it more than Madagascar. Yeah, same. Nope.
2: But I
0: don't agree with that at all. Okay. But I was bored. Like I just, I think I've gotten to. I was. I'm getting to the point of these, like, children's trilogies where I'm bored. I just can't.
2: <laughs> I think so... they went in a lot more with, like, the adult themes. Yeah. You know, like, the the penguins and the monkeys are in this kind of, like, class war. It's like, oh, yeah, like, like classes what, what going was
0: Commies and You like, the skipper calls
2: one of the monkeys a commie. And it's like, <laughs> the, the, the monkeys represent, like, the working class and they're trying to fight for better working rights and it's like they're trying to ask the is it maternity leave? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're all male are like,
1: you're all male
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that was funny um, yeah I like, like, like all that going on um, <laughs> this is the only movie that made me like well I don't know the third one kind of did but this one made me laugh the loudest like, yeah the what, what, what was <laughs> that thing
0: that was so funny like Max was like laughing for, like a good five minutes after well, I'll it happened well i tell you
2: Darcy it was when <laughs> so they've gone from Madagascar and the, the, the first movie leaves off as they're just trying to leave Madagascar, and they leave Madagascar in this one, they're on the plane, and then the plane starts crash landing, and then they're trying to make an emergency landing, and Skipper's like, um, oh god, <laughs> he's like, uh, trying to guide one of the penguins to land the plane correctly, and he's saying like, um, oh, just kiss the ground. Kiss it, smooch hit, give it a smooch like you're kissing your sister, and then the plane smashes into the ground <laughs> with sudden force. Oh, it was hilarious! <laughs> I didn't imagine there'd be an incest joke yeah. in Madagascar too. I
0: think we actually lost track of Max for a couple minutes after yeah. that because I don't. We couldn't get him; he was gone.
1: <laughs> I mean, something good about this film is it actually made us laugh more than the first one <laughs> yeah the first one i don't think got a single like genuine laugh out no. of any of us oh, except no, for me, darcy me, when yeah, the I, penguin karate chopped <laughs> someone or like knocked him out or something literally mm-hmm.
0: sparked this man out and for some weird reason i found it so stupid that it was really funny
1: yeah
0: I <laughs> like. see the thing the penguins are like the best part though like literally they just do the stupid shit and i'm like that is fucking funny to me <laughs> and i'm dying
2: Clearly, a lot of more adult themes to this movie with with the classism and and all that. Um, I think maybe they were trying to appeal to an older audience. Yeah, the parents are taking their Mm. kids to see this movie. They've got to put something in there for for them, too. (laughs) It's just like, yeah, uh, like King Julia and Maurice, they're sitting in first class and they're talking about like democracy and like, oh, whatever happened to the separation of the classes. Maurice is like, oh, I'm sure this whole democracy thing is just a fad. And it's like, why are they going into this? Yeah. I mean,. I, I don't know like it made the movie more interesting for me but I personally
0: right. preferred the cucking of a uh, Melman
2: <laughs> sure yeah M- Melman gets royally cucked in this where he's kind of he's got this massive crush on Gloria and she's all she's going for the Chad the Moto Moto why do I always fall for, for the Chads I'm just a nice guy Melman he's an um, incel as well so yeah he's hilarious. kind of yeah <laughs> Um, it sucks I don't like. Who the you, you, really? You're gonna fall in love with David Schwimmer, are you? Really? What is, it's been why a why weird is pairing? is David Schwimmer in trying to convince me that the women are gonna are gonna fall for David Schwimmer. That's not. <laughs> this isn't reality. It's unrealistic, isn't it? <laughs> Realistic? Come
1: on. The thing is, I yeah. didn't. I
0: didn't really see where. Like, I felt like it was convenient for the plot. Almost, I didn't. Did anyone else think that in the beginning that Melman would turn around and be like, oh, Gloria, I love you? Like, where was the where's the chemistry? Where was that interaction? Like, I didn't feel it. I didn't notice it. You
1: needed be,
2: that, yeah. Needed to sow some sort of relationship between the two. I don't know. Melman's like just, off being a fucking witch doctor.
0: Just felt stupid. And
2: then felt w- weird to me when they were like, the giraffes managed to convince him that he was dying because he had a brown spot. He's like, yeah, I have brown spots. I'm a giraffe but they yeah, managed to convince of, him anyway
0: and nothing came of that either
2: no. well because he wasn't ill right
0: no but i mean surely they would have been like like he would have followed it up with oh it's been three days and i haven't died i'm fine but no nothing it was just oh here i am
2: maybe they should have killed him
0: i would have been happy if they did to be honest. <laughs> yeah.
2: if david schwimmer stopped showing up in these movies i'd be happy
0: Same. what do we all Sorry, think
1: of my toe
2: he was big I like and he was big. chunky. I like
0: him chunky. Yeah. He's great.
2: Uh, am did a fantastic job. Um, <laughs> he's iconic. He's an iconic character. Yeah, um, true. Yeah. You can't say that you don't recognise him. You can't say he's not memorable. He's, he's iconic. And what he's only in I it for like
0: two scenes, which is even better. Mm-hmm.
2: I like that his and Gloria's relationship was based entirely off the fact that he, like, they were fat.
0: Yeah, he's like, like you're yeah, huge, you're and she's huge like, girl, yeah, you said that. It's
2: like, I need a man with depth, actually. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like Melman interrupts them while they're like having a bath together, and then like, <laughs> <laughs> what were we for? <laughs> and,
0: like, yeah, but look at that. He swamp leaves the saying it.
2: these nice things about Gloria, and then like all the other like lady hippos come out of the water. Yeah, that's and I'm, like, weird. They're all in there. What does that imply? <laughs> I wonder.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was a strange. <laughs> So sort of like some lot with gang bang of hippos or something.
1: <laughs> Will I Am just seems to make every franchise better. Mm-hmm. Like, just yeah, by being X-Men. there, he was great in um, Wolverine. Wolverine, actually, well, can, Wolverine yeah.
0: can I just say that's like I don't normally pay attention to songs in films, but that song that Will I Am did, where they're they dancing, did a few is, songs. The, that is what. Well, so they're doing that dance, and the, and I was like what is this song and who did this and you were like oh it's Will I Am and Hans Zimmer and I went yeah. like, that's fucking awful Will it's I Am worst.
1: And Hans Zimmer did a bunch of songs together for the film and oh, it it's was, really really they're like, pretty much just unlistenable yeah. like it's just a Hans Zimmer like orchestral just kind of like the music he did for the first film but just Will I Am just
0: rapping on top yeah he's
1: just singing wailing and auto-tune over and <laughs> it's just it's horrible it's, it's really, really bad. bad it doesn't fit at all
0: And they're like dancing to it as if it's like something that you could dance to and I'm thinking who greenlit that? Who watched that and went yep they definitely danced to that.
2: Sometimes they'll just get musicians to do scores or like collaborate on scores because they're musicians.
1: Because that's Mm -hmm. what they did um, with The Amazing Spider-Man Two. They got Hans Zimmer and um, Pharrell Pharrell. Williams. Oh. And it's really bad (laughs) on that. I was just about
0: to ask if it was good or not. Oh no.
2: I like that they kind of sew in these um, themes of like global warming or like um, decreasing animal populations as well. I don't know if that's what they were supposed to be uh, hinting at. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised
0: considering the kind of themes that they've been like hinting at and joking about.
2: Yeah, Alex has to go through this like rite of passage to become part of the pride of lions, and uh, his his father, who's um, who's like the king of the. The, the the people of the animals in Africa, he's like, "Oh, I'd forgotten about a rite of passage where the lion has to defeat another lion in battle, and then they can be part of the band." You know, and I'm like, "Really? Have you not done this in a while? Like, you forgot you forgot about it. <laughs> you you just forgot that that was a thing." And I thought there was like a subtle hint that uh, towards the uh, the decreasing population of the, the lions. In, in the wild I found that to be very poignant and very um, very well utilised <laughs> but then yeah. then like they do have young lions when Alex is doing the right anyway so was like whoa, whoa, whoa. how could you have forgotten about it it was clearly going to happen anyway
1: <laughs> <laughs> I um, I didn't find the characters any more interesting in this I found them less obnoxious but I didn't mm-hmm. care about any of them they're not good characters no
0: they're not very, they're, like, even when they're, like, fleshed out, like, I don't know, like, you know, this whole thing with, like, Melman and Gloria and, like, Alex finding his parents and stuff. Still boring.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just bored. One of the biggest problems I have with the movie is that they try trying to give every single character their own completely separate plot. And it just no. kind of led the film to feeling very bloated and it felt like... I found it really difficult to get invested in anything that was happening because there was so much happening. Like,
0: I think one of the worst ones was um, just a really brief stint that Marty had. Like, oh, all these zebras are exactly the same as me, and then Alex comes and goes. No, you're better because you're black with white stripes and you have a good taste in music. And I was like, trying to
1: do like this identity crisis thing. Like this, but it ended
0: so quickly.
1: This whole like everyone is although everyone's the same as everyone else, everyone is unique in their own right. It seemed like they were trying to kind of go for that, but they didn't really <laughs> do anything with it at all.
0: No, like, yeah. it, it started He doesn't recognise Marty
1: for, like,
2: his own character in the end. He recognises him because he's got that bite mark from the first movie that he put on him yeah. when he went insane.
0: So stupid. I just don't... I, yeah, I just don't think it's necessary for everyone to have their own, like, subplot, especially if it's going to end, like, two seconds after you started it. It it doesn't need to be that deep, does
2: it? It's not that deep at all. No, it's no, not even but that you know. deep. You know. Um But if, if Marty already had the bite mark on him from the first movie, why is it that Alex couldn't un- couldn't identify him before?
0: Yeah, like they were sitting in yeah, that, makes um, that sense. Well, they were sitting in that thing together and that's why they had that fight in the first place about not him not knowing who he was from other zebras. But then yeah, why don't you just look at his arse and go? That That's doesn't, Marty. <laughs> that doesn't look glossy in <laughs> bit. That looks like him.
2: Marty's bum to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I didn't feel like they needed to have Chris Rock voice all the zebras as well.
0: Oh, that was horrible. Yeah. I, t- I, oh, I just looked at Max and I went, why are they all... Why are they all, all Chris Rock? Chris Rock?
1: <laughs> why are they all him? Apparently, and then um, apparently Ben Stiller and Chris Rock only spent a day in the studio recording all their lines.
0: That doesn't how surprise you know,
1: How little they cared about this. They only recorded for a day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man.
0: To be fair, they're not in it that much, though, in theory. Well, I mean, uh, Chris Rock slightly less, because he's...
2: Yeah, it was ba- Chris Rock was barely in it.
0: Yeah, which I kind of... I suppose the main my lucky made one with Star Alex, course, but even it.
2: then, they've got to juggle all these other subplots, so I guess it all kind of evens out to them. Yeah. Each individual yeah. character being as important as the next, but...
0: But not as. And yeah. Because
2: of that, they all have basically the same amount of lines and yeah, dialogue. Be-
0: yeah, and because mm. it's like an hour and a half, they basically are only in it for like a couple of scenes at a time or throughout the whole thing in general. So I guess you could record yeah. all your lines in a day.
1: I really didn't like Alex's plot. I thought mm. it was just like the most generic like version of that story It was possible. like the
0: worst version of Kung Fu Panda yeah, 3 I've like, ever seen. It's,
1: it's interesting seeing the plot done here... When we watched the Kung Fu Panda films not that long ago, because it's like in those films it's so like emotional and powerful, and it really is really handled well. Whereas here it's just done in the most dull and plain way possible. Yeah. Um, well, they needed a plot, I suppose. Yeah. But they needed to make another movie. The other one did so well. <laughs> You've also got Alec Baldwin in that plot as like the villain, who's like the most cookie cutter, cliched villain possible. It's yeah, like ugly. a
0: really bad version of Scar.
2: Yeah, yeah, yes. That was exactly what they were trying to go for. Um, I mean, to talk about positives, I thought the penguins were still all right. I love the penguins; <laughs> they were yeah, they're the, funny. they're They Like ran over the um the the lady, the old lady who's always kind <laughs> was of scared. Up. Like, oh, um, is she dead? No, and then they just like run her over again. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know why the 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 old granny was Russian. She had like a Russian accent, but. Like, she was in New York, and she says, yeah, I was in the Brownies and Yonkers, which is in New York. So like, she's been there for a while. Why Why she got an accent? Why she got a Russian accent? Yeah, yeah it doesn't
0: make sense. It's almost as if she went over there as a kid and then went back to Russia and then came back.
2: <laughs> hmm. I
1: don't even know why they needed to bring these human characters into They didn't the need film. to be in it. To no, they didn't really it. add anything.
0: I think they just wanted to do that whole, like... um Oh, you remember that old lady that kicked his butt in the first one? Look, yeah. she's back again. There's
2: also like some sort of patriotic stance with like New York. It's like, oh, we're from New York. We, we, <laughs> we built this city and we're going to oh, do yeah, it again I... in the jungle. And <laughs> a like... shadow
0: turns into Lady Liberty. Yeah, what the?
2: <laughs> why is it uh, why, like two groups of uh, safari goers bump into each other? Because they're both lost, but they're all from New York.
0: Yeah. No, it's, it's a New York only resort. <laughs> That's
2: that's what it is. Honestly, I think they got, like, they do make a lot of like American references in these movies as well. Yeah, it's so very proud to like, be oh, American. In it, the New York Giants. I'm like, am I supposed to understand what that's about? It's like probably some sort of team. They are. A te- I don't know what yeah. team they
0: are, but they are a team. Are they? Is like it football, American football?
1: Like...
2: Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even <sighs> know
0: what to say. Like I laugh, but then if you go to like your, um, if you go to Primark at the moment, they have like loads of like. NFL kind of yeah. like um, jackets mm-hmm. and stuff, and I'm like, okay. Super
1: Bowl not that long ago.
0: Oh, that might make sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I guess people would probably understand the reference, but it didn't really need to, it. Didn't need to be there, really, did yeah. it? To be honest.
1: Apparently, in the Finnish version of this movie, um, Moto, Moto is played by Vile um, Valo from HIM.
0: That is so <laughs> sick. God. That guy Thank is yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dear. That's just a random bit of trivia I had. Nice. Node a few bits down, but that was like the only interesting if, bit.
0: If I ever go to a pub quiz and it ever comes up, yeah. I'll be sure to thank you. Also, this on.
1: apparently was the first Madagascar film to be released in IMAX. Well done. Imagine watching this in IMAX. It would have been a great experience. <laughs> <laughs> it would
2: have been awesome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll give it that. Like, it looks better than the last one.
0: Oh, it does? Yeah. It, it, it looks like it has a bit more effort put into it, to be yeah, honest.
1: Yeah. It definitely has a. Uh, it still has, like, a very smooth sort of look, but it looks more intentional rather than being due to kind of, like, restraints.
0: Yeah, like, I feel like my biggest gripe with it, but then, like we were talking about earlier, you you can't change the characters once you've sort of established them, but my biggest gripe still is the bloody blocky lion hands. They look so awful. Yeah. Especially on, like, there's, like, um, the scene at the beginning where, like, little baby Alex is like batting things around but his arms are like literally like stiff because he can't like move his like tiny like foam finger hands so he's like
2: how nice that he runs into his father immediately after crashing in Africa yeah and they just Africa yeah, yeah. She, uh,
0: and, and oh, his you're mom my son
2: because cl- you got the birthmark on your paw just like me because that's how birthmarks work. And, exactly,
1: but uh, it's in the exact shape of Africa. <laughs>
0: I love the fact yeah. that it's in the exact shape. It is <laughs>
1: impressive that he's managed to crash into this gigantic continent and managed yeah, yeah. to be he landed in one at one place. spot. Yeah, <laughs>
2: where are you? You in Egypt? Probably not. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
0: But then again, where where would the story be, I suppose, if they were just like stranded in desert outback Africa where they all have to like eat each other to survive? It would be like some sort of like 100 and something hours kind of shit. Yeah. Or
2: 127 hours. Yeah, I couldn't think of the title. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they should... (laughs) (laughs) that's what the sequel should have been
0: (laughs) (laughs) I would have loved that 27 hours (laughs) in Madagascar
2: yeah
0: (laughs) they all have to like eat each other's like limbs and stuff to Mm. stay alive
2: it's annoying they have to keep calling it Madagascar even though they're like not in Madagascar for most of the movie yeah like ah they're in Africa this time escape to Africa right I feel like they should learn their lesson in the like they found their home in Africa but like they still want to leave to go back to new york for some reason.
1: Yeah, it's weird. Cuz like in the first film the kind of point was that they were finally in the wild and they were like they really liked it and they still wanted to leave. And then here they're like with their family, with other people like them and they're really loving it and then they still want to go back.
2: Yeah. I guess they're just true new Yorkers yeah. at heart. Yeah. <laughs> you know like when the the old lady beats up Makunga at the end and like they play the, the good, the bad and the ugly? thing yeah that was awesome
0: <laughs> that is. was so awesome
2: <laughs> there's the themes of you know colonialism with like the the humans banding together and stopping the water from flowing into the the outback and like um well not just where the animals can get to it so they go on this mission to like destroy this dam but then they like alex and his dad like go there and that's like what they want to do but then like as soon as things get a bit complicated they're like we're gonna leave now <laughs> and they didn't like the only reason they blew up the dam was because like it got the, the message to like get the hell out of there was lost in a game of chinese whispers between this monkey rope and they end up b- bursting the dam anyway it was like okay that was like a yeah. complete coincidence that, that
1: happened <laughs> i don't have anything else ratings. To yeah we can rate this one out of marks. okay <laughs> Unless you wanted to rate it out or something else. No, I don't care. Okay.
2: Mort's here, he gets a...
1: He gets many shout
2: Yeah, he gets chased by a shark, he's on the wing of the plane in the Twilight Zone reference, it looks insane. Yeah, he was awesome. Best part of the movie.
1: Yeah. Um, I guess this <laughs> film's better than the first one, but I wouldn't even say by much. <laughs> I still didn't like it. I still didn't really get anything out of it at all, like... Guess it's better visually. It's good. Got a couple of laughs out of me, but that, that's about it. I give it three morts out of ten.
2: <laughs> yes, this was great. Um, True masterpiece of cinema. Uh, <laughs> I just fucking love that part where the plane goes into the ground. It's <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll, I'll give him. Them-
0: See, that you still Madagascar. laughing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Escape to Africa. Uh, four? Four Morts out of ten, I guess. I it was, was better than the first <laughs> one. Not, not great, though.
0: I was bored. Two Morts out of 10 <laughs> Scuba da da scuba Scooby-da-dee. On to Madagascar Free. <laughs> um. Yeah, so the last one is Madagascar Free, Europe's Most Wanted. <laughs> Came out in 2012, um, directed by three people. Jesus Christ. So we've got Conrad Vernon, Eric Darnell, and Tom McGrath. And it's basically about um, how they... Well,
2: go to Europe?
0: They Yeah, they basically go to Europe and
2: join the circus join the
0: circus yeah there's like a really long explanation on Letterboxd but I really can't bother to read it it, isn't it it's like
2: they go to Europe and then they join a circus to get back to New York
0: yeah that's it
1: (laughs) meanwhile they're being chased by an animal control person who wants to steal Adam's um, Alex's head sorry
0: Adam? yeah Yeah. who the the hell's Adam?
1: Uh, the
2: the other guy Dubois played by Francis McDormand which is who's obviously the best part of the movie. Oh, she really. honestly um,
0: is like it's, it's the best part of the movie by far. Like you got the you got the penguins, and then somehow she just went boom.
2: Yeah, they, I mean they kind of go, go in on it, you know. She's like a re- they really use animation. It's um, kind of like a I won't say it's full potential, but they use it a lot better in this movie to showcase things you couldn't show in live action. Yeah. Yeah, like, like, she's like walking like, through walls she's and shit. smashing through walls, <laughs> trying to get these animals. It's like hilarious. She's like on the her, uh, motorcycle, we were like, like
0: literally in tears it. It's just like, so funny.
2: Running across like a pile of fish, and she's like holding the the motorcycle above her head. It's crazy. Um, like jumps off of a fucking building, and then like <laughs> on her motorcycle, and then she like jumps off the motorcycle onto the next building. It's crazy. Crazy stuff. It's really funny.
1: So <laughs> uh, probably it's my favorite bit of the film. Yeah,
2: it, yeah, yeah. Really good. Um, I don't. I do like Francis McDormand as the character. Um, almost feel like p- with characters in animation, like, or like even just live action, any any movie, why do they have to hire American actors to do accents when they could just hire actors from like those countries? Yeah. I to do have those no accents? idea. I don't know probably, whether... You probably it, wouldn't have to pay them as much, either. Yeah. yeah, like,
0: is it just one <laughs> of those things, is? again, where they're like, oh, people will know who this is. But then I wouldn't have known who so. it is, so I don't know.
2: Yeah.
1: Don't so know. what are our baseline thoughts on the movie? It's best one. Um, um, yeah, I it's agree.
0: funny. <laughs> it actually is kind of genuinely I found, funny.
1: I found, like, the, the the
2: tiger's plot to be quite amusing. Who's was, like, his whole thing in the circus is, like, he jumped through increasingly smaller hoops. I was yeah. like, this is weird. He, he like jumped- oils himself up with bottle of oil <laughs> with, and like uh, jumps through hoops and it's like that was weird.
1: <laughs> Darcy's just given up and decided <laughs> to lie down.
2: First twenty minutes of this movie is really interesting. Um well yeah. I mean it helped my held my attention, I would say. The rest not so much.
1: But you know, that first twenty minutes, mm, mwah. Yeah, I completely agree. I was really like, I was having a really good time during that Yeah,
0: so was I. I think I got taken out of it the second that Chris had to go take a phone call. <laughs> That was when I went. Oh, I don't want yeah, to watch was this about anymore. halfway through the movie, forty-eight minutes to be precise. Yeah, I just wanted to die after that. Didn't want to watch it anymore.
2: It feels like they're still making Madagascar for um, kids, but like there's seven years between like this and the first one. Or I feel like they probably should have made it a bit more like grown up. Yeah, because yeah, yeah,
0: I guess yeah, the people that have watched it are now six or seven years older at that yeah. point.
1: They're still making it for babies. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess Kung Fu Panda kind of. I felt like the last one was a bit more grown up than the first one. Yeah, those are better movies now. <laughs> yeah, or even like Toy Story, where the third one it knew it's for more adult people because people who were kids when the first one came out. And now, like teenagers, maybe even older. <laughs> yeah, they should have made Toy Story for like a bloodbath or something.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. Um, yeah, you got Brian Brian Cranston playing like that the Russian tiger. Like would have just got like a Russian voice actor.
1: Yeah. I agree <laughs> with him. that. I mean,
2: he was decent, he was he was alright. Yeah, girl, I do
1: I do like the fact that with this one they've actually got they've got um more recognisable voices and like actors again, but they're not just playing themselves like in the first couple movies, like so you've got Brian Cranston, you got Francis McDormand, you got Martin Short and Jessica Chastain who are all in the movie, mm-hmm. and I feel like all of them are kind of playing distinct characters who have their own voices and aren't just the actors,
2: yeah, and they look better than the main cast as well. yeah, I don't think any of the the main characters suck; they are terrible. um I guess I just got the most out of like uh Francis McDormand's police officer and like. Um I was gonna say more, but I actually don't think he does much in this movie. Like at all. No, time. he was barely in it at all. No, that's the same. You missed out on that, didn't you? Yeah. Um you got like fucking uh, King Julian who's like fallen in love with like this bear, this circus bear, and they're in like this abusive like, <laughs> relationship. They like go on a date in Rome <laughs> and they're like the, 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 the bear like rides a motorcycle around Rome. I was like, what the fuck yes. is that? Good. <laughs> it's quite mental. Yeah. It was, it was mental, mate. I'm
0: a, I'm a big fan of it. I felt more of their love chemistry than I did Gloria
2: and <laughs> Melvin. You got like actual, like, he, what is it? Um, King Julian's like, stop it, no means no. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs>
0: what the hell? There's a lot of consensual <laughs> themes yeah. in this
2: film. That's like the bear is kind of slapping him around. He's like, no means no. It's like, what the, what <laughs> the, what have I walked into it? This <laughs> is weird. I appreciated it, you know? Um, Make the movie more entertaining. Um but overall, I wouldn't say that I like the movie. Um no, yeah. it's just got a lot peppered in there to keep you entertained. Um but I won't say throughout. It's more towards the the first half, I'd say.
1: Yeah, there's a lot more comedy that actually works. Mm-hmm. Um which I I don't know how much of that comes down to the fact that Noah Baumbach had a deal in the script. He um He's done a lot of like script doctoring and rewrite work in his career, but apparently he did like 60 pages of rewrite writes for this movie, so that's why he has a writing credit. Yeah, like originally he, he was supposed it. to just do like a brief like rewrite, and he basically rewrote the whole film. It
0: was it was a lot less cringe, like you know you get that like family humor or like dad humor. I felt like it was a bit more funny than that, but. I felt like a lot of more like of the jokes were like more visual. Like for me, like lot of I was laughing at most of the visual things rather than things that people were saying.
1: But there were a lot of good like um dialogue word jokes as well. Yeah. I suppose. Darcy disagrees and has just gone back to sleep. Um I'm just
2: you know I mean? Well, don't just like Afro Circus no, no. was annoying as shit, you know, that <laughs> plays like three oh, times. Right. So- um that's like a big thing for like the trailers i think they probably put that in for the trailers yeah. that was also a
0: massive thing i remember in general like you used to go on youtube and there used to be like afro circus 10 hour edit afro circus repeated but marty is blue and purple and pink and it's like oh i f- i hate this
1: yeah it was just like one of those really annoying like it was
0: almost like a meme thing for ages
1: things like i feel mm-hmm. like you got a lot of things like that around that time like Stuff from like the ASDF movies and shit. Like where they have like those like
0: The most random that the better. The
1: annoying kid you knew at school would like st- make their entire personality. I'm so it's random. Like those lemons. Sort of yeah, that <laughs> kind of shit. Yeah. That's kind of what Circus Afro is. And I but really the thing hate is it, it was
0: kind of, of that time where things like raw lemons, ha ha, I'm so funny was like popular. And I hate that, but it's true.
1: Yeah. There's a mashup <laughs> of Circus Afro and I like to move it at the end, which is the most oh, yeah. annoying thing I've ever heard. Oh, yeah,
0: I actually think that is the worst part of the whole series.
1: Yeah, I agree. <laughs> it was awful. Mm-hmm. Should have just played
2: I Like to Move It. That's a banger. Um, stands a test of time. Uh, there was an Afro Circus. Does not, I'm afraid. What a shame. Uh, why do they give the, um, the sea lion fingers as well? <laughs> that was fucked up. <laughs> it that was, was horrendous like flatters, to look at. But oh, with it was fingers. horrible.
0: Like imagine yeah. flappers like with fl- fingers.
2: Flappers, you say. That, um, yeah, imagine the flappers with What they call the fingers. The, what do you mean? The
0: flappers. The
2: <laughs> flippers?
0: The, f- the what? The fins? Flappers. Flippers.
2: Flippers. Flippers.
0: <laughs> I get the flippers.
2: Flippers. Yeah, imagine flappers with fingers. <laughs> it was crazy, man. They shot the sea lion out of the cannon. He was just smacked into the cliff. Oh, oh shit, he's dead. Yeah. So many times I thought, oh my god, these characters have died. They shot that little dog character, like like g- g- gave him rocket shoes, it went pew, off into the fucking distance. And like, we never saw that dog again, man. That he actually died sounds like a better movie. <laughs> oh my god. And then like what, what's the what's the what's the what's their great idea for getting the sea lion? off of the cliff and then he's just, just <laughs> smashed into the cliff through the cannon and he's like I guess we'll fire Marty with the same cannon at the cliff with a rope this time and he, he'll be fine
0: yeah and then um, because he's got the weird flipper things he can like hold on to the rock anyway so it was like what yeah because he's you- got his fingers
2: what did you because <laughs> sea lion's got his fingers and <laughs> just hold on to the cliff face oh yeah nice oh yeah. <laughs> And there's like a kind of a kind of a love story between Alex and that, uh, the the Jaguar. Um, so they I kind love of jaguar. Towards, but I mean, it doesn't go anywhere really. I guess it's they a just made, um, Which is It's fine. It's like why so that um, if you're not going to pay it off, which yeah. they never really did. It's yeah. just a generic love. Tra- yeah, they love kind of just did thing. the
0: like. Oh, we're going to look at each other, and you should get the vibes.
2: It is also sort of like a that kind of plot as well mm, it something was. we've not seen before it's like yeah they're caught up in a lie and saying that they which was just not even true Really lie. Lie. really lie they were like yeah we're gonna we're going here we're going to new york yep and then they start training the circus animals to be better yes. at the circus and they get better and then they're like yo you were never ready for the circus in the first place you. it's like yeah they told you that <laughs> yeah. and that's where the second hand low point comes in and yeah. they all this band and they separate and it's like oh man, I can't believe they weren't in it for the circus. But that's the
0: only thing they lied about was the fact that they weren't circus animals. Everything else they said, we're going back to America, Mm. we're going to New York, that's where we're from. Yeah, I hate the
1: liar revealed trope to begin with, but when it's done like this, where they weren't even really lying at all, (laughs) it just felt so unnatural. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
2: Yeah, I've seen it a million times. It's always quite boring. Um, You can see it coming a mile off, it's like if the plot is hinging on like that they're leading this lie because they've told a lie, then obviously the second act low point is going to come from the reveal of that yeah, lie. Yeah, you're just waiting the whole and film we're going for to it And like happen. 10 minutes where everyone's a bit sad and then they'll get back together again. <laughs> for yeah, that's, that's yeah. the only
0: thing I hate about those kind of um, tropes is that you're literally just waiting for them to go, ah, you found out now! And it's like, oh, mm.
2: sure. But hey, at least we still have the penguins in there cause cool ever um, cause they're super rich cause like in the second movie they like <laughs> flew off with all the gold that they mined from Africa so they're like massively rich with all these monkeys and they're living living in the lap of luxury in like hotels and um living yeah. like box stars smashing up the place and they have they're all Monte these like Carlo diamonds on uh, there gambling and winning more money and shit yeah monkeys dressed up as a king and everybody's like this monkey is the king, and,
0: and they bought the circus <laughs> with a bunch of like gemstones. Like, we can and do diamonds it. We can stuff. do anything
2: we want. We can buy a solid <laughs> gold plane out of here, and one of the penguins is like a solid gold plane wouldn't be able to fly. And his skipper's like Kowalski. We're rich. The rules of physics don't apply to us. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: a really great joke. I like that they.
2: Um, well, I say I liked it, but like the whole resolution for um, Brian Cranston was like. <laughs> just don't douse yourself in flammable olive oil yeah. to get through the ring. It's like, couldn't you have fucking told, done that before? And as much as I appreciate that they gave him an arc, it's like the only character to have an arc in this movie. Why? 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 It's so yeah, obvious. It it's like, I oh, was just, have you, have you tried um, lubricating yourself with a hair hair conditioner? It's like, no, I never tried that. That's why I quit. Cause it was too dangerous. Um, to light the ring on fire and then be covered in flammable, a, a flammable liquid. It's like, just don't cover yourself in a flammable
1: liquid. <laughs> That's the resolution to that arc. The soundtrack was like the most of its time soundtrack possible. Like,
0: All I remember was Katy Perry. Yeah,
1: Katy Perry, like Firework plays a couple times. times. So, like Americana song, whatever it's called. Oh, yeah. Plays. Doop,
0: doop, 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 doop. Yeah, yeah, that plays
1: doop, at one point. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. Hands in with score, I guess, is probably better than the other two, but still not very good.
2: Nowhere near his best.
1: No. Yeah.
2: Shame, really. Because you could have something really interesting with this kind of setting in terms of the music, but I guess they just didn't care enough. <laughs> I don't know. Um, This didn't really do all that well either for them. You know, it made like...
0: Yeah, what was the budget? $260 didn't $260 million,
2: million dollars, I think. I've just written two hundred and sixteen dollars. That's not true. It's probably two hundred and sixteen million dollars they made from a budget of one
1: hundred and forty-five million. Oh, that's not not great. great. I was looking through like the box office bit, and apparently it's the highest-grossing non-Shrek DreamWorks movie. It's like the twenty-second highest-grossing animated film of all time. Wait,
0: I thought the first one made five hundred and fifty something million. Oh, so wouldn't that make that one the highest-grossing rather than this one?
2: The box office for but- the first one. So it had a budget of seventy five million the first one and it made back five hundred and fifty six million. <laughs> and the second one did considerably better, I think. I mean it had a budget
1: of one hundred and fifty million, it made back six hundred and three million. Oh, okay. Yeah, this one did seven hundred and forty six million. Okay, cool, really? cool,
0: cool. Yeah. All
1: oh, right. It's possible the number you had was like just in America or something. Yeah, it might have been. Oh well. That's, okay, that's, sometimes that's... I'm wrong. <laughs>
0: Okay, yeah, and then that would make it the highest-grossing one, I yeah. suppose.
1: It's the eighth-highest-grossing film of 2012. Oh, okay. For good reason, for good reason. <laughs> uh, Do you think we'll ever get Madagascar 4? No. I hope not. I feel like too much time's passed now. There were calls for that, I think. Oh, yeah. make Madagascar 4, please. They they planned it for a 2018 release, but when like DreamWorks had a bit restructuring, they kind of just... Removed it from the schedule. They they say that they're still going to do one, but I well, they if, did that with know. Shrek as
2: well, and then look what happened there. It will yeah, be a they, straight to still Netflix they're release. They're going to be doing a
1: new Shrek movie, but I, I thought Illumination had the rights to Shrek now. I don't know. I thought they were doing a new Shrek movie. I don't know if that's fallen the parks. We've not heard anything about that in like six or seven know. years. They've got that of the movies they're doing.
0: They're doing fine on their own, I guess.
2: <laughs> the Sing movies,
1: and, yeah. yeah, all that jazz. Yeah. Ratings? Yeah. Sure. We're obviously going to rate this out of flappers. Flappers, sure.
0: <laughs> sure. Yeah,
1: this was definitely my favourite out of all of them. This is the one that I probably found the least boring. Has the best jokes. Um, visually looks pretty decent. It's a lot better than the other two at least. But still not, still not great. Not one of DreamWorks' best, but definitely not one of their worst, I don't think. Um, I give it like five flappers out of ten.
2: <laughs> yeah, um it lost me in the middle. Yeah, same. So um but up until that point it was having a decent time I suppose. The animation's better. Um <laughs> trying to think of more compliments but I guess that's it. Um it's not it doesn't reach quite the highs of the second one for me. Um but it stays consistently better, <laughs> I would say. I'll give it 5 flappers out of 10. <laughs>
0: I love this flappers writing first. Um, I would say it's probably the funniest in terms of, um. Well, I, d- think I don't that, know. Uh, like, the I, I funny found it part funny. Of this like, movie
2: was like w- with Dubois and like the
0: yeah, no, but I mean that that, en- that enough was um enough for me. She to... She like sang a song uh,
2: and like the power of the song. Oh, yeah, like broke, like, all, broke the all, all the casts, police people's casts.
0: Yeah, that was quite funny. Um. And I mean, yeah, it's probably the best looking one. Like, it's got some really like cool things that they do with the circus and stuff. But yeah, w- after it got to about, what, do you say 40 minutes? I just I didn't want to watch it anymore. So, um, for that reason alone, I'm going to give it four flappers out of 10.
1: What's that, Madagascar? Oh, f- forever and a day. I love yeah. them so much. Seminal movies. We didn't watch um, Penguins of Madagascar, but we did watch an episode of All Hail, Exile, Julian. Yeah.
2: Yeah we did because I needed to do my notes um, so I just put on the fucking um, the King Julian show on Netflix Not yeah. even the King Julian show the spin-off The of spin-off the... King Julian, King show. Julian yeah. show That looks a lot worse than these movies um, but I guess they didn't have as much of a budget obviously
1: <sighs> You guys thought it went on for a long time that episode um, Yeah it was 20... only like 20, ap- 20 minutes felt like about an hour Yeah Okay, <laughs> thanks,
2: Madagascar. Um, that's episode seventy done. Then another one for the books. Thank you very much for listening. We've got what's in the next one. Yes, what's the We're doing the wheel of fortune <laughs> uh, for be the next one. Excited. That that tells us what we'll be watching uh,
1: for next week. Uh, so Chris has the wheel. You're gonna spin it. Do you? Um, A genre came up. It was crime movies. Mm. Any oppositions? I'm not going to
0: lie to you guys.
2: Oh, I feel like we're going to have to scrap these genre ones. I just um, feel like.
0: I mean, I don't even mind them, but crime is just. It ain't airtight. Kind of like it it's just a bit ain't too broad.
1: It. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Just... Skip this one then. Yeah. in Sure thing. We'll remove the crime <laughs> yeah, ones we'll, after. We'll remove the genre ones. what Well, the genre, so
2: sorry guys can't win them all what was the next one that came up then um
1: films based on video games
0: (laughs) okay okay um yeah sure okay Okay.
2: video game movies for the next one um that'll be fun (laughs) so few good ones um there are no good ones well we'll see (sighs) That Jumanji one was based on a video game because they went into the video game, right? I mean, they I, guess that, would, I guess that would
0: kind of count, I suppose. <laughs> Don't like know it's, if that's it's a good Jumanji idea.
2: For a new age, we're going into a video game now. Thanks for listening to this one. We've got three video game movies to watch next week. Not sure which ones yet, but tune in to find <laughs> out. We got social media. YouTube is a Sunday movie marathon. Who'd have guessed it? Twitter is that Sunday movie pod. Facebook. Is it Sunday Movie Marathon and Letterboxd? Is that Sunday MM, capital S, capital MM? Any final words? Lands.
0: Circus. Afro. Circus.
2: Afro. Circus. Afro. Circus. Polka dot, polka dot, polka dot.
0: Afro. Oh, yeah, I've actually forgotten how it ended.
1: Look out. I think Moto Moto likes you.